Hello, and welcome to Here's What I Was Was Thinking About While You Were Talking, talking. the show where we talk and think and think about what we were talking about and talk about what we were thinking about. My name's Brian, and as always, I'm joined by my excellent co-hosts, Sabrina. Hello. And Aaron. Hey. Hey. How are you both doing today? Excellent. Excellent. Perfect. No further questions. I rest my case. <laughs> I uh, I get this. I get this thing from the poke truck that has a seaweed salad, and it gives it like it just all goes in between your teeth, all of it, mm. every single time. So I'm struggling mm-hmm. with that, but otherwise, um, otherwise that's where I'm food good. usually goes. But it just stays there between sticks, your teeth. Yeah. yeah, it just stays. And then you chew it, and then you swallow it. No. Between sounds good teeth. though. Did they put like Kewpie mayo on that? Um, it's more of like an oil dressing. But then they mm-hmm. gave me this like sesame something, mm-hmm. and it's got a couple cucumbers. It's they've kind of like put together kind of a half-hearted salad that has like some spinach leaves and mm. some lettuce leaves, Classic. and and then there's crispy tofu and rice. Yum. That sounds fucking good. Yep. Just remembering that my cousin has like three liters of QP mayonnaise in his refrigerator. Oh wow! Do they come in like a big? It's like a, Does it come in a big container? It's like a big four pack of those big squeezy bottles or whatever. Mm. Yeah, I love the squeezy. Yeah. yeah, such a distinct bottle. Yeah, yeah, it's good. so distinct. I always, I found it weird that when you unwrap it, like from its little like cellophane plastic thing, then it like has no label on it. So it's just like this strange, like upside down, kind of like. You know how when they, (laughs) I just got this weird vision of, you know how like, if you've ever seen someone like feeding a baby calf at a farm, it's like a big bottle of milk. That's kind of what those look like. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's me, the baby cow. Don't mix up up your mayonnaise one and your baby cow milk one. God, it's so good. Try QP mayo, y'all, if you haven't. Um, What makes it special? Is it extra eggy or something? Yes. Yeah. I think it's got extra eggs in it. Wow. I think that's exactly right. That's is it like what, egg yolks that's what the only? Maybe? Is? Mm. Oops, all yolks. Something like that. Oops, all yolks. <laughs> Oops, all yolks. <laughs> all yolks. <laughs> nice. Uh, I've been making nice that one, joke a lot lately. Oops, all yolks. That's good. Not that's all good yolks, but just oops, oops all, all something. something. Yeah. Yeah. It it's, a phase. Cool. it's a phase. It's a phase you're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been funny every time. I guarantee it. <laughs> Aaron, did you have a story? I do have something for us. Yeah, on the note of good things like QB Mayo, I have another um, good, like, positive news story to share that I read. Um, Is that really last in week. the same, ne- like, on the note of good things? Yep. I like to just segue. I like to try to find a segue, Brian. <laughs> They're when both pointing out. It makes it not work that well. So, yeah. I guess it didn't work. Speaking okay. of something I like, here's good, something good else I like. That's fine. Hey. There's a shortage of good things in the world sometimes, so I think they're relevant. QB mayonnaise and news stories about dogs. Okay, here we go. Yes. So um, I'm just going to fucking read from the story on New York Post because it's written better than I can talk. So um, a, basically a dog who went missing from her new home found herself in a familiar place. Um, this dog, a three-year-old dog named Bailey, 
went missing from her home in Texas in late January, but was found two days later at her former shelter. Um, and so people were like posting on Facebook um, about uh, how she was missing. She's very friendly, you know, give us a call, blah, blah, blah. But no one who was searching could find her. It was very upsetting. But plot twist, um, Bailey walked 10 miles retracing her steps, which I was like, it's not like she walked there in the first place. Retracing the car that drove her there. Um, and rang the doorbell when she got there to let the people know that she returned. To the shelter that she was in before she got adopted by this family? Yes. Wow. Ten Isn't miles amazing? for a that little dog. That family must suck ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not even the old house. Well, like the shelter. That's so interesting. Imagine, imagine being the it's family really, that, it's that really dog like was like, fuck you. It's really distressing, yeah, it distressing. Like moving houses when you're a little pet. You're a little yeah. simple-minded pet. Yeah. Yeah. And they're very like, you know. That's why you do it strategically. And I'm sure they did, but you know, who knows what happened. I don't know how she got yeah. out, but um and to make it even more like interesting, it was at one forty two in the morning when she rang the doorbell with her freaking nose. Not I assume with her nose. Very courteous of her. Yeah. No. But you know. Question. I don't know what the weather's like in Texas, what? but Well, it was cold this year actually. Um yeah. it's warming back up. But um question about shelters. They must have 24-hour shifts, right? They don't just, like, leave the dogs there overnight, every single night? I don't know. Mm, What's the deal? I kind of think they do leave them. I would think... I would think they probably mostly leave them, but they... They have someone on call? They should have something, you know. if someone breaks in? It's so stressful. They'd have to be on call. But, like, the animals are all caged individually, right? So, like, they're mm-hmm. not going to do anything other than make noise, hopefully. Yeah. But. But what if they get sick or something? I don't know. Yeah. You. What I if don't they know. have to poop? Well, they have, like, they have poop accommodations, don't they? I don't think so. Not inside their like little. Like a toilet thing. In there, like, like a prison? Like a prison cell? Like a prison toilet. <laughs> a metal it doesn't have a don't have a seat. I mean, a lot of places. (laughs) A lot of places would have people foster dogs, right? Yeah, but they still have the shelter. Yeah, but like you'd foster dogs on behalf of a shelter. Maybe the shelter only keeps twenty four seven. They keep like cats and animals that are more able to be left alone overnight. I don't know. I think there's always dogs that are in transition. It probably depends as well on the quality of the shelter. Like if someone works at a shelter, right in. Because I'm pretty sure they leave them. Okay. It'd be crazy. Sleeping on a shelter? I, I think I it's know. a mix. Well, not sleeping, I, but could, just probably, the night shift or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, especially because oh. they're not. it's not like they're well-funded. Right. Exactly. You know, I bet some do. Some fancy shelters, they don't ever leave them. But a lot of, for night poops. I also think like shelter employees will foster animals as well. I'm just saying it's that there's, it's not like there's never dogs living at the shelter. Yeah. Yeah. But, In fact, there's millions. Yeah. Millions. I I feel like I remember something about when we went to the shelter to get our cats and there was something about the dogs and they had to be like you had to like make appointments because well, the dog was at a foster home and would need to come back to meet yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, the thing about Seattle is that every single person wants dogs. 
And so it's actually really hard to get a dog from a shelter because they just get like snapped up really quick. It's like real estate. I mean, that's everywhere, I think, for the past few years. But it's, yeah, I think it's been like that happened to our friend who got a dog like six, seven years ago or something. Yeah, same. Yeah. You had to like apply. It was like very serious. You had to like prove you had like an, a, like accommodations for it, like good enough housing and stuff. And then you have to like line up right when it opens. That shit's crazy. Yeah. See the fresh dogs. Fresh dogs. Yeah. That's what we did. We lined up and, well, and yeah. what? One of the cats that I wanted to see was gone. Oh, by the like time you looked we online? got in. Yeah. He was gone it's like by the time we got there. Like looking at a bakery menu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they don't have the croissant but, that I saw on Instagram. <laughs> but then, but then Leo and Luna hadn't even been put online yet because they were so new. Yeah. So we didn't even know about them, and then we saw them when we right. got there. Fresh, very fresh. Yeah, Cute. fresh, fresh from Texas. Fresh baked. Yeah, meant to oh, be. Oh, my friend got a cat from Texas. Weird. Apparently, a lot, a lot of, of animals cats. come from Texas because people in Texas like to let their animals fuck. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's what it was like in the Midwest too. We had and lots of anti- stripped cats. They're anti-abortion, cats. anti-birth control. Yeah. So true. So true. So true. Anyway, just thought I'd share that. Um, yeah. What else we got? It's so cool that dogs can just like go so far. I know. Somehow. Like, really. I know. There was a bear that did that, right? They like relocated a bear somewhere and it just like went all the way back to where it had been before. That's animals are nuts. And it's like they like, you know, they fly it in a helicopter or something like Dumbo or whatever. Yeah, but they they have smells and they have senses. And I don't know. Yeah. But like, Yeah. yeah, imagine just like, walking 10 miles all at once yeah Gosh. speaking of animals like that go distances it's like a big hike speaking Sabrina. of animals that don't go distances yes i do have an update on my horse game <laughs> horse game so the most important update is that i did name a horse after brian yes and he turned out to be a really good horse yes champion and, yeah Her really bred. good horse and then i bred him <laughs> oh yeah nice nice and listen up i bred him with a blue horse that i had named cool minty and hot i got a blue horse baby and i named it sacra blue wow yeah that's really cute yeah so fitting i actually bred him a bunch of times because he was such a good horse so he uh brian he now has grandkids i think Wow. Damn. Yeah. Happened quickly. (laughs) That horse has lived a lifetime in a week. Yeah, Yeah, for real. Have I died yet? Um, well you retired. You don't get to you don't get to breed until you retire. Do I ever die though? No. You're just forever like a like a stud. Oh. Yeah, you are. Stud forever. (laughs) Hashtag stud forever. Um we reached out to our loyal listeners and we asked for some suggestions for horse names um yes we do i do have a bunch that i haven't named yet actually i've been i've just been going crazy with the the horse breeding um so uh let me share some responses that i got uh let's see here okay um i got too hot to trot with twos instead of the word T-O. Too hot, mm-hmm. too trot. T-O-O, yep. That's Number great. two hot, number two trot. Too fast, too furious. 
Um, I had another friend say turbulence at 20,000 feet. Unfortunately, mm. there is an 18 character limit. <laughs> mm. It's not going to work, but it's pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, mm, this I really like this one. It's from my friend um, in California. She wrote Fitzwilliam Horsey. Nice. That's good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, we got four from our from our buddy from Larry. Yeah. Oh yeah. And here's here's what they are. They're surprising entree. River Trisket. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Uh. Boo tickler. I don't get that one. And then old car. That's good. I like old car. What is river trisket? Sea biscuit. Like sea biscuit. Oh. Took me a second, but I finally got it. River trisket. That's funny. Yeah. That's good. Um Okay. Yeah, go go with yours. Yeah. You have more? No, you have more. Okay. I do have more. All right. Yeah, this is this is fun. Um my friend Alex in Kansas City says loose lug nuts. My friend Jay says, Bridget, Wisconsin. Sure. Okay. Lainey says, ribbed for his pleasure. It's like two words, ribbed for yeah. her pleasure. It's funny. It's good. Uh, we just got carrot from okay. Erica. Ugh, Murray says, glue factory. Oh, mm. boy. Not okay. Not okay, Murray. Um, Krista says, blue moon high tea. That's a good one. Joshua says, Daddy's Fresh Socks. Oh, I like that. Sam says, Sunny Delight. Okay. Disgusting drink. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. You don't like Sunny Delight? Sunny D. What even is it? Sunny D? (laughs) It's it's not orange juice. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I love it. It's orange drink. (laughs) It's funny, though, because growing up, I thought that was orange juice, so. Twisted perspective. That's because they wanted you to think that. I know. Yeah. The marketing, it worked. Sam also says, pickle chutney. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Is that a And food? then Larry Can also. Make... Um... Okay. Wait, sorry, you what? Could, you could definitely Can... make a pickle chutney. Can you make a pickle chutney? Absolutely. Remind me what a chutney is exactly. It's like a jelly jelly sort of kind of yeah, sauce. Yeah, you like put it on bread with cheese. Like a jammy sauce. Yeah, yeah. then like why a, couldn't you make a like pickle? Like a fruit preserve kind of thing. Because like a... a fruit preserve isn't pickles. Yeah, but you could do it. Out of a pickle, why not? Does a chutney have to be fruit? No, it doesn't have to be fruit. It just often is, I think, because it's delicious. Hmm. But I think there's a lot of different there's, chutneys. There's savory chutneys, have. right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They're not chutneys not like totally sweet like jam. It's not as sugary, I don't think. Right. Okay. I don't know much about chutney. But it has like that- you know, it'll have like chunks of whatever it's made of. And then chutney chunks. Sort of a goo. Are you Googling right? chutney? Um, no. Oh. <laughs> okay, so now and then Larry Larry has four. Okay, um, four of course. More. He shared four with me too, uh, which is fun. Well, that's fun. Hey, Larry. Okay, he says. <laughs> Larry double oh, dipping. This is also a dumb joke. Future adhesive. Mm-hmm. Like glue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Um. Oh, I lied. He doesn't have four. He repeated one. Um, not dog. Okay. Not dog. All in word. N O T D O G. Yeah. And chief financial officer. Ooh, yeah, I <laughs> love it. That's a good one. That's good. Thanks, everyone. That was fun. Yeah. I love those. I didn't think about it until I saw 
um, the response from my mom, but I'm surprised nobody said Horsey McHorseface. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, so the other ones we got uh, Old Horsey Bastard. That's good. <laughs> bias, That's really for good. Act- bias for Action. Oh, boy. Uh, horse, of course. Just the mm-hmm. word horse. Just and horse. then uh, and then thank you, Tessa, for Frogmouth Steven. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. <laughs> it's really good. I love the Don't ones that are a little nonsensical. What it means, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are my favorite. The one that I'm playing right now, I named Eggs, Eggs, Eggs. <laughs> okay. I like it. Sure. Yeah. And I then, think Chief Financial Officer is quite good. I like that one a lot. Yeah. I, I, um, I uh, oh. Yeah, I've been I've been naming a few of them. Let me uh I'd be naming horses. I'd be, I'd be naming a few horses. How many horses do you have total? A lot. Because it's yeah. like you just play them until you lose too many times and then they're stud horses and then you breed them and then you just keep getting more and then Oh yeah. And they never and they die, un- so you just have You unlock them. You unlock other like new horses that aren't like oh. in your circle. Um yeah, you, you just got a whole stable of studs in your phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the only other new one I have is I named it Amor Gigante, which means giant love. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah, pretty good. Very romantical. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty love good. it. Good. Anyway, yep. Yeah. Still, still fun. <laughs> still still fun naming horses. Love a phone game. Love yeah. a phone game for pooping. Love a phone game for pooping. Yeah. What you got, Brian? What What do I got? What do you have? What you got? Speaking of pooping, mm. um, mm. have you? Are you aware <laughs> of the Seattle Dance Marathon? Okay. Uh, not a real segue. Um, no. Is it like the dance marathon in Gilmore Girls? Maybe. I can't be a hundred percent sure, but you can tell me. So, this is a mild. This is a mild ripoff of a recent Patreon bonus episode from the Do Go On podcast. But that they did a like bonus report about the dance marathon craze that swept America in the 1920s. And one of the dance marathons that they talked about was held in Seattle in 1928 at the Seattle Armory. Where's that? The Armory? uh, Seattle Center. It's in Seattle Center. It's like the big building in the middle of Seattle Center. Yeah. Cool. Although I think back then it was a different building. Oh. Oh. It was... But it's at but it's at Seattle Center. It's by the oh. Space Needle. Twenty eight. This, this is a picture of a building that looks like a castle on Western Avenue. So this might be different. Oh, okay. Like oh. it looks like it looks like the uh Yeah. Anyway, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I gotta look. Oh my god, that dog. Um wow, yeah, that's very castle like. Wait, is that like where they is there like it a looks like you won't get this reference, but it looks like the red gym at the University of Wisconsin. Okay. All like you badgers out there, sort of um, castle-like. Yeah, building. I'm. I'm. That's on Western. Is there like a, 
like a restaurant there or like an apartment or something? I don't know. I don't know. Where'd you find that pic? Historylink.org. Oh, I love that place. Yeah. So, so yeah, I definitely recommend everyone going and subscribing to Do Go On as a Patreon so you can listen to this episode and then also all of their back catalog of hundreds of bonus episodes because it's pretty interesting hearing about these dance marathons. They are very weird um, and they don't sound fun at all. But I can tell you a little about, I'll tell you a bit about what History Link had to say about the one in Seattle. And so the headline is Dance Marathon Closes in Seattle After 19 Days on August 11th, 1928. It was the only dance marathon ever held within Seattle city limits. Dance marathons, often called walkathons, are human endurance contests in which couples dance almost nonstop for hundreds of hours, as long as a month or two, competing for prize money. They um, became. Yikes. Any questions so far? Not well, yet. I feel like you're going to answer some of them. Just yikes. Yeah, they became popular in the 1920s as part of a national fad. In the 30s, they would evolve into largely performative events won almost exclusively by professionals. But in the 20s, there were amateurs and hopefuls. <laughs> um, contestants at this one included Otto Johnson and Marie Pearson, who held the world record of 321 hours and 30 minutes, and Mr. and Mrs. A.M. Sabi, who held the record for married couples at 249 hours. And they were both from Minneapolis, where they had set the, they had set the records recently in Minneapolis and then came to Seattle to compete for the money. Wow. That money. So they yeah. like, sorry, did you say how much money? It does not say how much money yet. Okay. So they like took the train or whatever from Minneapolis to do this stupid thing. Oh, here we go. The couple that finished first won $1,000, but that was dollars so that's probably like ten billion dollars now, accounting for inflation, right? Um, wait, how much did you say? A thousand nineteen? A thousand in nineteen twenty-eight. Oh, a thousand. I just did. I just watched so, Babylon, and there was I did a calculation from eighty-five thousand to a billion dollars, one point eight million. Yeah, Seattle PI reported that two nurses would be on duty night and day, wait. in constant watch over the dancers. Pause. Yeah. In today's money, $1,000 um, is $17,495.32. That's funny. I got seventeen three fifty six fifty five. Oh. Well, maybe but also, like, that is not that much money. It's like, not a lot every of money. Reality show, every reality show in the U.S. True. is $100,000. Yeah. Yeah, or like 50 some of the like some of the cooking shows are like fifty. Does yeah. this last? The, this does that last? This and I long? think a hundred k is not enough, honestly. So, to do this, well, wait till you hear about what they go through. So, oh no, two two nurses would be on duty night and day to watch over them, and doctors would examine the dancers frequently. Examine. Besides <laughs> this, a director of a Bellingham physical culture school would direct a corps of trainers and rubbers 
who I guess would go around rubbing Rubbers? the contestants. Like a masseuse? I guess. God, but not certified. That, <laughs> that sounds so, like that what they would call them in Australia. Yeah. Well, overseas they in 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 like UK English countries, rubbers means erasers and also condoms. Yeah. Right. I don't know if it means masseuses. And, uh, rain boots, right? <gasps> oh, yeah, I think you're rain right. Rain boots? I think so. Wow. I think you That's might a, be right about that. You could you could be, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. So the requirements. <laughs> Brian the dancer, would never say I was right. The dancers were required <laughs> to stay on their feet twenty four hours per day with fifteen minutes rest each hour. It's like really torture. Yeah. So they would basically dance for forty five minutes and then rest for fifteen. Um on the on Do Go On they talk a lot about uh like the resting and a lot of dance marathons would have like an area in the center of the dance floor that was like curtained off where there were little cots and stuff and they would go in there for 15 minutes sleep they would just like instantly fall asleep like literally this is torture (laughs) someone would like blast an alarm and wake them all up they'd get back out and they'd continue dancing and then the most popular events were cot nights where they wouldn't curtain off the cot area so you could see the, them the whole time. So you could watch them both dancing and while they were sleeping. Why would you do that? This is strange. Um, yeah, they, they said one thing they said about it on Dugawan is that part of part of the motivation for going to this and watching it was that people were having a really bad time financially. And so it was comforting to go to these dance marathons to see people who were having a worse time financially and like make yourself feel better by watching them suffer, I guess. Oh my God, that's really dark. (laughs) But it was, you know, like right before the depression and everything was shit. Yeah, and I guess I watched Survivor and that's kind of like that. But it's not all just like torture. But again, they get $100,000. Yeah, and a million dollars, right? And on Survivor, they like on Survivor, they get a million. They like do challenges and stuff, but they're not like constantly being tortured. They are starving, right? But yeah, it's yeah, like like, not sleeping. They like sleep overnight and stuff on Survivor, right? Like sometimes they're allowed to sleep and for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, just you know, I'm comparing it to the like watching people suffer. I think people, I guess, human. We yeah. as humans enjoy that for some reason. I feel like Survivor is a little bit more like you like watching people take on a challenge. It's not, I mean, there definitely is suffering in that, but I feel like the attraction of Survivor is a little less grim. Yeah. It's true. Because you're just like, you want to watch people do something that you don't necessarily want to do yourself. You oh, I would totally imagine like. And you always like, oh, how would I handle this task? Would I be able to do this challenge, mm-hmm. et cetera? And then it's also the drama of the drama, backstabbing drama, shit, right? Yeah. yeah. So anywho. you know, anywho, yeah. So let's see. Um, oh, they would also like sometimes your one of you would sleep while the partner would hold you up. Oh my god! So like that you were technically on your feet. <laughs> Um. So yeah, let's see. I just want to confirm 
Rubber is an old-fashioned word for like galoshes. They go over All your right. shoes. Nice. Oh, nice. So Overshoes. Nailed right. it. Overshoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overshoes. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. Do people wear those anymore? They, I've seen ads for them where they're like, you don't even have to take your shoes off. <laughs> to put on it's like a pair of shoes. Yeah, well, yeah, because they just like strap on to your shoes. They're kind of like waders, right? You know, when you go like fishing? Yeah, but except, just for your shoes. Yeah, except for just for your shoes. Um, there was also professional vaudevillians who would entertain the audience twice an evening during the during the marathon. Vaudevillains. Yeah. And then there was an orchestra performing for most of the time. Um, but from midnight until noon, the orchestra wasn't there and they would dance to phonograph records. And by day five, the dancers were demanding different records because they had memorized all of it. <laughs> oh God, yeah. That yeah all of this, annoying. it's like, isn't that like an actual torture method where you just play the same music over and over and over again <laughs> Probably, and you don't sleep? Yeah. Ollie. Like don't playing they, like, loud use music that so at, like, people Guantanamo can't sleep. Bay? Yeah. Oh, shit. On July 30th, Reverend W.A. Major of the Mount Baker Presbyterian Church preached a Sunday sermon for the marathoners, which was rare because churches were often in opposition to these dance marathons uh, because of what reason moral reasons of some kind like the music or the touching of the opposite sex or what i think they just thought it was like too much dancing and and you know honestly i mean (laughs) they were probably right I mean, they the, were right about it being too much dancing. The dance marathons were bad and somewhat immoral. But it's weird that like they're saying all of the churches were in, against it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's the common thread there? Maybe thought that like so much dancing would like raise the devil or whatever. Yeah, yeah maybe, I, guess. I don't know. Seattle PI said the music stopped during the service, but the weary listeners kept their feet in motion and swayed relentlessly back and forth in accord with the rules of the contest, which provide they cannot stand still. Oh my God. Um, just imagine like the blisters god yeah and then apparently some contestants went squirrely marathon speak for psychosis induced by lack of sleep one contestant suddenly smacked his partner in the jaw leaped over the rail of the dance floor and was caught as he dashed into the street (gasps) yeah isn't it like three days max without sleeping and then you go like nuts yeah that's so long some other quotes from the Seattle PI. Um, hysterical giggling has seized the contestants in the dance marathon at the armory. It is the men who giggle, the women weep. <laughs> by, I really by like August, that line. Oh my God. By August 6th, a hollow eyed girl sagged against her tottering partner and began laughing on an eerie false note, a queer laughter that made the spectators shift uneasily in their seats. Oh God. Her partner quieted her and they dragged on. It's That's, a good idea for a horror movie. Like someone goes crazy and kills everyone. Well, I was yeah. going to say it. It sounds like an opera. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or that. Like um, Lucia de Lammermore is like this woman who like is forced to get married to someone she didn't love. And then she goes mad. And there's like a crazy scene where she's just yeah. singing while crazy. Um, it also says, yeah. Um, it also says, an, yeah. To end on a really unhappy note um some of the at least one of the contestants attempted suicide like within the couple of weeks after the event what like because they didn't win 
because they were just like broken. Jesus. And I was going to say, did anyone die during it? Yeah. I don't think anyone died during this one. Because the doctor, the doctor would hospitalize them or whatever. I think they probably talked about it on Dugalon, whether people actually died during some of these or not. I'm sure there were some, there must have been some more serious medical occasions during some of these marathons because they're not good for people. Right. And this is reminding me a lot of like Squid Game. I mean, it's not the same premise, but like I'm thinking like if um, these people- money. Who did the ad? Who did the dance marathons? Really needed money, and then yeah. they didn't win. And how much? I mean, you already feel like crap because physically and mentally, you're. Cr- and then you know, you're like, well, I didn't win, so now I'm still in the same position. Only I yeah. feel worse. It does say That's she awful. had she had wanted to win money to like get her son back from her ex husband or something oh, like that. No. That's devastating, oh Brian. Can you end on something else? Jesus. Um, you're like looking around. Uh, anything else that's fun? Where, what you have written there? Any fun that's facts? Where the, that's where the article ends. Jesus oh my Christ. God. Sorry. Well, everyone just fun think about fact, that dog. Um, shortly after that, Seattle banned dance marathons within city limits. That's fun. So they just went to Bellingham or whatever. Yeah. Bellingham? <laughs> that's so weird. How have I yeah. never heard of that? That's like so wacky wacky. How long did it go on for? How many years? How many years? It was just like the fad. Yeah. Yeah. Just like in the 20s, did you say? It was in the 20s and it went into the 30s. Okay. But they kind of changed. And then it was the Depression. Yeah. When was was Prohibition? 1921? 1918? Uh, 1910? Oh, shit. You want to know when? Fact check it. Prohibition ended in 1933. Oh, what am I thinking? Started in 1919. Oh, wow. I guess. Okay. Just curious. I wasn't sure where it played on that. I thought maybe. So it sounds like the dance crazes were. Peak prohibition. Right. Didn't People it start in Seattle before it started crazy. elsewhere? Maybe. I don't know, actually, Sabrina. I'm basing you, that on like the building I work in used to be a brewery and then it had to like move to California and oh, then yeah. it couldn't operate. But, um You said brewery and I hiccuped. Yeah. <laughs> Pavlovian <laughs> response or something. Is it, is there like a a specific article for the prohibition in the United States? Should be, um, you would think. Yeah, they're probably. Oh, here it is. Sure. Prohibition in the United States. <laughs> <There> yeah. <it is. laughs> 1929, Um, Yeah, because this was the nationwide one led by pietistic Protestants. Is that how you say that word? Pietistic. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Anyhow. We can do a whole episode on prohibition another time. Ugh. Am I right? Historical. Let's do it. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Nose goes. Not it. Nose goes. Sabrina's doing it. Sabrina's <laughs> oh, doing it. got to do an episode on Prohibition. <laughs> I so, might have to go on historylink.org. Tune in. Tune in next week for Sabrina's Prohibition episode. <laughs> but in the meantime, get in touch and let us know what you were thinking about while we were talking. Send an email to while we were t- while you were talking pod at gmail.com. <laughs> I almost said while we were talking pod. <laughs> I mean, it's while I you mean. were talking pod at gmail.com. On Instagram, you can DM us at while you were talking pod, or you can send us a voice message through Anchor FM, and there's a link to that in the episode description. As always, we thank Rob Henson for our theme music, and we thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Later. And now over to Aaron for today's hot take.
Yeah. Oh, it's going to make some people mad, but I think that Diet Coke tastes bad. Like, it tastes weird. It tastes off. What is it that I'm missing? What's wrong with my mouth? I don't like it. Thank you.